Hello, how's it going, Razorback fans? Welcome back to the Razorback Fan Podcast. Done by me, Jack Shankle, just another Razorback fan. Uh, today, uh, we're gonna have a longer episode, so buckle up, Buttercup, because we're about to get ro- we're about to get rolling. Um, don't don't want to make this intro too long, but I do want to say that if you go to live sporting events at all, anytime, anywhere, you should use SeatGeek, and you should use my code Jack, and you can get twenty dollars off your first order. Um. Pretty much, you know, you don't want to you don't want to be at home all the time. You want to go out and do things. You want to go to concerts. You want to go to games. You want to go watch Arkansas basketball play. You want to go watch Arkansas baseball play. But you need tickets. You need tickets. I said. And who can help you out? Me, because I've got a code. Code Jack on SeatGeek. Uh, again, that is just J A C K. Use it on SeatGeek. Get twenty dollars off your first order. And heck yeah, that's the plug. That's you know, gotta pay the bill somehow. Anyways. Um, um, what we're going to talk about this episode is obviously, uh, all three sports, all three, the big three, uh, we're talking about, ba- we're going to talk about basketball. We're talking about baseball. We're going to talk about football. Um, I do have something incredibly special coming up for football at the very end that I'm really excited to talk about. I have some pretty cool stuff to talk about in, in uh, baseball as well as some beef to talk about in baseball. And then I, and then in basketball, I, I also have some beef to talk about, uh, which should be incredibly interesting. Uh, I'm incredibly excited for you to hear you guys' feedback of this episode. Nonetheless, uh, let's get started. Jumping right into uh, hog baseball. Um, there's a, there's a lot of positive to talk about. Obviously, um, Arkansas six and zero, hundred percent winning percentage. Right. Uh, there have been a few standouts, including uh, Kerstead and Noland. Uh, which have been really, really awesome to uh, watch for sure. Uh, but the games themselves, like the score lines, have been rather impressive, as uh, especially uh, in these first two series, which are not concluded yet. I might add. Uh, I'm recording this on a Saturday, the Saturday, or, no, the Sunday, uh, um, kind of early in the morning, so I'm not going to be able to see the Gonzaga game uh, and or the last Gonzaga game of the series. So I won't know how that turns out. Uh, but we'll talk about that. In a minute, uh, first things first, though. Obviously, uh, talk about the Eastern Illinois series. The bats were flying in that in that series. Uh, got off to a little bit of a disappointing win uh, over Eastern Illinois in that first Friday game, uh, only winning five to one. But after that, the bats were flying. Like I said, in the Saturday and Sunday game, winning uh, ten to one, and then twelve and three. So that was pretty awesome to watch for sure. I, I mean, I, I am I'm genuinely enjoying watching. Uh, Razorback baseball right now. It's just again, I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface all of this like segment by saying I hate uh, professional baseball. So like for me, getting into college baseball was a little risky because I just didn't know if I'd like it or not. But I just from what maybe it's because my team is good and uh, you know they're actually like really fun to watch uh, because it's it's not like the the slow monotonous games. It's every time someone goes up to bat, they could they could. Arkansas can score a run, um, and the the defense for us or the the field for us is, is amazing, and uh, I, I'm really enjoying watching this team play uh, baseball. Uh, so especially that first series, watching all of those games was was incredibly fun. And obviously, I couldn't watch the entire game, but uh, of each one because I mean it did take a, a good bit of time, and you know I am a busy person. So, but I so I did leave it on in the background uh, while I was doing homework or. 
uh, maybe I put an earbud in at work and, and listen to the the uh, game cast or something like something along those lines. Um, nonetheless, it was it was really really fun to uh, to be able to to watch these games and be a part of it. Um, moving on to the Gonzaga series, um, Arkansas is one three of uh, the three that have been played. There's obviously a game today, like I said, um, not really much to to talk about with this series other than, you know, Arkansas is playing a better opponent. Um, it's, it showed, um, they won seven, five, nine, five and five. Oh, um, you know, that first game Arkansas did have to come back, which kind of stunk, um, got me a little worried, especially because of all the talking that Arkansas fans have been doing on the Twitterverse. Uh, but I want to talk about that, uh, after, uh, we get done with the actual baseball stuff. Um, uh, so then Arkansas would go win 9-3 and then 5-0. I mean, th- those are two convincing wins. Uh, very, very good games uh, for Arkansas, uh, fundamentally. And I'm, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying watching uh, Arkansas um, baseball for sure. And again, for me, someone who really doesn't uh, pay attention to baseball that much, uh, being able to watch Arkansas baseball and try to pay more attention to uh college baseball as a whole it's been really fun and i've enjoyed it uh thoroughly so moving on to this last game i do think arkansas will win this game we're gonna however look at these uh next three neutral site games against oklahoma texas and baylor or we're gonna go with these four games as a whole and then we're gonna stop there um i do think arkansas will probably go uh three and one in this coming series uh, or in this in these coming weeks, uh, finishing with a win against Gonzaga, a win against Oklahoma, probably going to drop one against Texas, and then a win against Baylor. The o- only reason I say a loss against Texas is just because I'm guessing it's baseball. Um, we got to go. You know, you can't be hot all the time, but or maybe you can. Uh, but I, I don't feel like Arkansas is going to be able to go undefeated. Obviously, in baseball, I don't think that's ever been done, but. Um, I do think Arkansas will probably drop one just because, well, actually we've had, we'll have had a week or so of rest. I think it's like five days or four days of uh, rest following this coming Gonzaga game. So maybe we go, uh, we beat all these teams, but I think we'll probably drop one, uh, whether it be Texas or Baylor, I don't know, but I think Oklahoma is a, I think we should beat Oklahoma, uh, for sure coming off of uh, four or five days of rest for these guys. Um, so I'm going to leave it there. Cause I, again, I'm, I'm really trying to get into this baseball, uh, thing. I want to learn more about all the teams. I really want to follow the entire league so I can talk about it more so, but there is one thing I can talk about, um, in regards to Ole Miss baseball. Now I want to talk about, I want to preface this by saying if Ole Miss wants to celebrate for winning a game against, uh, what was it Louisville? That's okay. Remember, Arkansas fans, Ole Miss wants you to get mad at them all the time so they can feel like they are relevant. Because let me tell you, Ole Miss is a really good baseball team, and I'm not taking that away from them. And if you're an Ole Miss fan that for some reason listens to this podcast, I appreciate you, and I I respect y'all's baseball team. But – 
I do, I do think it is a little ridiculous the amount of celebration that they did by beating Louisville. I mean, I get it. It's a good team that you beat. Props to Ole Miss. But I do think it was a little ridiculous to spike a baseball into the ground. Um, now, obviously, Arkansas has had its embarrassing moments, so I'm sure I'm going to hear about that. Uh, after I release this episode, I'm going to get some DMs about people uh, taking a dump on me for uh, talking about Ole Miss baseball and how they're <clears throat> overreacting. But I'm not really talking about that. I do think it was silly, but that's, again, not my problem. Uh, you want to say your team has energy, I'm going to say your team is arrogant, uh, in my opinion. And it is just my opinion. That's what I've made this podcast for, and so that's what I'm going to share. Um, now, I will say this about it in regards to the Arkansas fans. I think you should just leave them alone. because. The more you talk, the first time you make a mistake, the first time we drop a game against anybody, whether it be Gonzaga today for some reason, or Oklahoma, Texas, or Baylor in the coming in the coming weeks. I didn't mention, by the way, those games are back to back to back. So that's that's uh, February twenty eighth, February 29th, and then March first. Just I didn't point that out, but there it is. Um. Huh. So, again, just leave them alone. Ole Miss, want, Ole Miss fans want your validation. They want you to message them. Yes, Ole Miss-Arkansas is a rivalry. Ole Miss doesn't really like to acknowledge it, but in all reality, Arkansas beats them at everything consistently, um, whether that be baseball, basketball, or football. And, oh, I get it. Football has gone to intend the past few years. But I'll mind you that the last two and ten season, we almost beat you. We were one arid throw away from beating you. Ole Miss fans. You really do have everything on them. Ole Miss hasn't done anything since we've been in the SEC. But we have, and we've consistently beaten them. Now, there have been stretches where maybe Arkansas wasn't as good like this one. But that doesn't mean Ole Miss is good. It means they're better a little at that time. So we're going to get off of that topic, though, because I just I just wanted to say, just leave them alone. Like, I get it. Be a fan. But every time someone mentions something about Ole Miss, you don't have to sh- uh, talk crap. That's not what you're supposed to do. Um, just... Let the especially with when we're as good as we are at baseball right now, let the product talk. Ole Miss is going to come at you, and then, then you can talk. When they come at you, you can talk because they're going to come at you. When you beat them, they're not going to like it. I promise you, they will not like it. They will be up in arms. Huh. So moving on from that, I want to talk about the greatest Razorback fan, uh, Cannon Sandy. And if you don't know him, you should follow him on Twitter. His at is at C-A-N-A-A-N-S-A-N-D-Y. Again, that is at S-A-N-A-A-N-S-A-N-D-Y. Or C-A-N-A-A-N. I think I said S. Cannon Sandy. <laughs> that was goofy. Nonetheless, um, go follow him on Twitter. 
And the reason I say that is because if you listen to this podcast and you do have tickets to the Arkansas uh, to an Arkansas basketball game that you don't want or you just ha- don't feel like using, uh, get in contact with him. Uh, he's looking for some tickets, and I definitely think that y'all should, uh, if you're not going to use him, uh, reach out to him, see if you can get him some. Uh, he's one of the greatest Razorback fans of all time, in my opinion. I think he's awesome. His passion for this uh, team or for this program, for this school, is unrivaled. I love it. Um, he is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure of having short stint conversations with over uh, Twitter and, and whatnot. Uh, I'd love to meet him one day. Uh, it's, the dude is an absolutely amazing person. Um, you gotta love him. Uh, if, if you hate him, then something's wrong with you. Uh, but he wants to go to a basketball game. And if, so if you have the ability to get him tickets or the ability to uh, give him tickets that you're just not going to use, definitely do that. I know this is, that's really weird of me to say, and I didn't really want to put it in here, but I also felt like, you know, you might, as, I might as well, cause I really do care. Um, so, uh, definitely. Check it out if you aren't going to use your tickets and you just want to give them away. So, uh, getting off of that, moving into basketball, I feel like that was pre- that's a pretty good transition. I'm proud of myself uh, for accidentally uh, building myself a transition into basketball. Um, well, speaking of basketball, um, Arkansas's February stretch, which is what we're going to talk about here, has not been great. Uh, they started February with a win. Uh, starting Fe- coming into February at fifteen and five, uh, leaving February seventeen and ten. Yeah, you heard that right. Seventeen and ten. How many games have we won in this st- in this February stint? We have won two and dropped five. It's not good. Not not good at all. Um, Arkansas's SEC play has killed us five and nine as a team in SEC play. Um, seventeen over seventeen and ten overall as a team. Twelve and four at home. Four and six away. Obviously, it's hard to win on the road. It is, uh, but you got to do it. You got to if you want to make the tournament. You got to win on the road. So we're just going to quickly run over these uh, over this stint of February. Again, Arkansas would start off with a win against Alabama going to 16 and 6. Or no. Wait. Am I? Yeah. No, 16 and 5 uh, against Alabama. 82 to 78 scoreboard made it look like Alabama was close in that game, but Arkansas. Arkansas dominated that game. Uh, Arkansas then would co- go back to lose to Auburn in a very heartbreaking fashion. Arkansas had a pretty solid, I think it was an 11-point lead going into the last two minutes of that game against the number 11 in Auburn. Arkansas would fall, uh, which really, really sucks, but it is what it is. Arkansas would then go on to lose in embarrassing fashion to Missouri in an overtime uh, loss, 83-79. Uh, but now, here's the big thing. Here's the big loss that we suffered. Arkansas would suffer a loss to Tennessee that was 82-61. to That game was pathetic. Never at any point during that game did Arkansas lead. Never at any point during that game did Arkansas have a chance. Arkansas was completely and totally dominated. And this game sucks for me even, even more because I do live in the state of Tennessee. And not to mention do I live in the state of Tennessee. Most of my family is Tennessee fans. I'm the odd one out. Okay, I'm the black sheep of the family by far. 
It sucks. <laughs> but um, Arkansas, I mean, that was that was awful. Arkansas would then lose in another heartbreaking loss to Mississippi State on a last-second shot by Mississippi State to, to go over Arkansas. Um, again, Arkansas skidding and skidding and skidding. Arkansas would start off incredibly cold against Florida. Nothing went in. Florida was shooting an insane percentage um, all over the court. They were making Arkansas look like they were a high school JV team. Um, it was awful. Um, Arkansas did come back in that game, and you know, up until the very end when Florida again just started started getting hot, they were doing really, really well. And I cannot complain about that by any. I mean, I was impressed. But then the last, excuse me, the last game uh, that has been played as of now is Missouri uh, versus Arkansas at uh, at Arkansas. So we won a ten point game. I didn't really watch the game. I was at work yesterday. I haven't had a chance to watch the game, but from what I heard, it was pretty good. Um, this got off to a slow start, but I feel like that's kind of common now. I saw some uh, one of the Arkansas, uh, not beat writers, but one of the people that works uh, in Arkansas media was said he had a scheduled tweet that Arkansas would start slow, and that's what happened. So right now, Arkansas is sitting at 17 and 10, which is not good, but not bad. Arkansas could still make a tournament like this, and not to mention they could – if for some reason Arkansas does make a run in the SEC tournament, you're looking at a for sure uh, tournament berth, in my opinion. Uh, I actually ran a poll in which I asked Razorback fans uh, on Twitter, and if you don't follow me on Twitter, please do. Um, I do want to. I'm trying to get more feedback from y'all uh, via polls or whatever, um, just because I, I really do want to make this podcast about the fans and what they think and not not what the media thinks, which is what I feel like I've done to a degree recently, and I don't really like that. Um, so I really want to change the makeup of this podcast. Um, so if you don't follow me on Twitter, I'm going to plug my Twitter real quick. I hate doing this, but also I, I really want to um, – I really want you to, to, you know, to be able to engage. Um, so my Twitter is at the – underscore 52 underscore S-H-A-N-K. That is, again, at the underscore 52, the number is 52, underscore Shank, S-H-A-N-K. Um, my, name, my last name is Shankle, obviously. Uh, so that is that. Is that. Um, I ran the poll, and according to Razorback fans that do follow me on Twitter and that did uh, were kind enough to vote on this poll, uh, it was about uh one th- about two thirds of Razorback fans, sixty six percent said that they thought that Arkansas could still make the tournament. Now again, this was a few weeks ago, and I haven't run the poll again, but I do find it interesting that y'all still believe in this team, as I do. I do think Arkansas can still make the tournament. It, it's obviously going to take these next few games, which is only four left, by the way, only four games left, and. In college basketball until March Madness. Woo-woo. Um, Arkansas plays Tennessee at Arkansas, and then Arkansas goes to Georgia to play a mediocre Georgia team. So to say that Arkansas has a chance in these coming games is understatement. 
in my opinion. I think they absolutely have a chance to come out and win this game and these games in a convincing enough fashion to make to make a tournament run, to, to get a tournament bid. Tennessee is not that good. They are not good enough to beat us 82 to 61. I think Arkansas is going to have some some hate in their heart towards this team, and I hope they show it. Arkansas is healthy again, by the way, so we'll have everybody for that game. My brother and my dad were making fun of Eric Musselman for uh, being short. And uh, I do know he is short because I have an old friend who I don't I don't know how tall he is nowadays. I wish I did. But he, he took a picture with Eric Musselman, and he was just he was about the same height. And I know he's shorter than me. Uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, by the way, if you know who you are, I love you. Um, uh, stay awesome. And uh, we'll pig, buddy. But uh, he's a good guy. Um, then, obviously, uh, Georgia. Uh, Georgia's another bad team, 14 and 13. That's the team you can beat. Uh, two teams coming up that Arkansas can beat and I think will beat. Um, obviously it's SEC games and, and we haven't done that well. Uh, Georgia is on the road, which is another kind of scary thing, I guess. Uh, you don't really like to see that. You don't really like, you hope that doesn't happen. Uh, you know, another loss on the road, but that is what it is. I said we were just going to go through February, but why not? There's only two games left and who knows when I'll actually be able to sit down and record another podcast. So let's go ahead and look at those. Um, Arkansas will play LSU at home. Um, I think Arkansas... They'll probably lose that game, and then then they go and play Texas A&M on the road. But I think Arkansas could beat Texas A&M. Um, they beat them early. They beat them as the first SEC game, and I think they'll beat them as the last. Um, so in this uh, in this uh, four game stint, I think Arkansas will probably go a crisp two and two. No, three and one. I I did I did just throw Georgia in as a as a loss, but I, I take it back. Three and one. I think Arkansas is definitely going to lose to LSU. LSU is a really good team. Um, I do, th- I do hope that happens because that could really help Arkansas's chances. That would leave them at uh, twenty and uh, twenty and eleven, which isn't a bad, um, isn't a bad record. I think that's for reference. Arkansas was only really predicted to win sixteen games this year. They were never predict- predict- predicted <laughs> to go very far. Um, so I'm not incredibly disappointed um, with the season if we don't, you know, make the Sweet 16 or something. I just want to make the tournament. I think that's a pretty big statement. And then, obviously, next year we'll get Connor Vanover back and and in the lot. So it'll be fun to pay attention to for sure, for sure. Um, so finally, um, I'm going to talk about this whole Eric Musselman thing. There's been a lot. I've seen people talking about how they want to fire Eric Musselman. Um, which I just don't understand the sentiment behind it. Well, I do. I understand that you're frustrated with how Arkansas has been playing, but man, you gave Eric Musselman an incomplete team. He lit a fire under this team and they started off incredibly hot, but then they started playing real talent in the SEC with big talent in the SEC. And all things considered, Arkansas has been close in the games that they've lost. In games that they should not have been close in. Arkansas is not in any way considered to be one of the best teams. They're simply considered a team that is that if you overlook, they'll beat you. That's all they are, in my opinion. 
you have to, and I mean have to, be kidding me with all this fire Eric Musselman crap. If you are genuinely on that boat of the fire must train, I'm going to ask you to leave my podcast right now because that is the single most ill-advised sentiment I have ever seen. I genuinely do not understand why anybody would want to fire Eric Musselman. I don't. Uh, He's done great. Absolutely fantastic. And the fact that the sentiment is alive is, is nuts, and I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. But I just wanted to talk about that. So we're going to talk about Arkansas football. And uh, got some really cool and interesting stuff to talk about. Um, I'm going to do an, a way too early season prediction for this team. And I obviously want to just quickly cover the Arkansas 2020 recruiting class in which Arkansas finished 30th. We finished 30th, guys. Sam Pittman did that. Sam Pittman brought this team from, I think it was like 140-something to 30th in the nation in recruiting. Coming in with 21 uh, new recruits. Um, the early enrollees, I think we've already covered, uh, but I'm going to go over them really quick. Obviously, they, they've been signed. Miles Slusher, Darren Turner, Blaine Toll, Keelan Burrell. Uh, by the way, thanks, Keelan Burrell, for the uh, follow on Twitter. Uh, Julius and Julius Coates. Uh, this team is – this recruiting class was very much heavy in the defense, uh, which was good. Um, and then, obviously, some of the big names that Arkansas got – uh, during National Signing Day 2, uh, sign, who signed the letter of intent was Malik Hornsbury, which is – I keep wanting to say Malik Hornsbury. But, man, I, I – yikes. Um, so, obviously, he's a top uh, top 300 player. Marcus Henderson, another really good offensive lineman. Uh, Deshaun Stewart, uh, a, good off, a good outside linebacker. Uh, Andy Boykin, Jalen St. John, another really big-time offensive guard, which is good. Last time I checked, Arkansas needed offensive guards, so that's really good. Uh, Ray Curry Jr., an offensive tackle. Um, Eric Thomas, I think I said Nick Turner. Turner. Cottrell Wallace, uh, Jaqueline McGee, uh, Ja'Coral Turner, Dominic Johnson, JT Powers, Colin Sutherland, and who's a tight end, by the way, huge tight end, uh, six, six foot four and a half, uh, two, 224, really big guy, like it. Um, and then Kari Johnson. Uh, and then obviously in the transfer, oh, yeah, Ebony, Jans- Ebony Jackson obviously didn't sign his letter of intent, but he's a hard commit right now or under that uh, classification. So um, that's, I mean, I don't know what's going on there, but. To each their own. And then obviously Arkansas got five, in my opinion, big time transfers coming in. Starting off with Jerry Jacobs. Obviously, everybody knew that he was coming in. Uh Jerry Jacobs was uh an Arkansas State corner who was a standout over there who's transferring to the University of Arkansas at 5'11, 195. He was absolutely amazing. He's going to be eligible immediately, and I think he'll have an immediate impact on the team. Another one who will make Arkansas's defense. N- really good over the middle is Levi Drapier, 
or Draper, six two two twenty two coming from Oklahoma um, to Arkansas. He's going to be another one. That's all of these guys are eligible immediately. By the way, uh, just for reference, Levi is another stud. Uh, he's obviously he's a four star, uh, ninety four, uh, a ninety four four seven. Uh, absolutely amazing. Obviously, this this is their high school uh, number, so you can't really take that into what they're what they are now. Again, Jerry Jacobs is a guy that has matured. Uh, Levi Draper is, I want to say, what is he a sophomore now? Um, I think he's a. I think he's going to be a junior. I don't know for sure. Uh, another one, Xavier Kelly. Everyone kind of knew about this. Uh, the rumor was just kind of floating out there about him, but he's another big time guy. Uh, he didn't. Really, he hasn't. He didn't really play much. Uh, not, uh, Levi and uh, Xavier neither really played very much at uh, their respective schools. Xavier coming from Clemson, uh, but uh, nonetheless, they're, they're big time guys that can help Arkansas uh, in that front seven. Uh, another guy that came in is AJ Reed from Duke. Uh, he is eligible immediately as well. He's a, he came out of high school as a three-star kicker for reference. That is really, really good. If you get a three-star kicker out of high school, uh, you you got a really you got a guy with a cannon for a leg, or someone who is a sniper from just sniper from anywhere on the field. And then finally, the big-time guy, Felipe Franks, uh, a proven SEC quarterback that can win games, a proven SEC quarterback that can learn an offense. He's got it. I think Felipe Franks is going to be is going to help Arkansas in the quarterback room a lot. Whether I do believe he'll start, um, but I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, th- this quarterback room is is nuts right now. Uh, you go look at if you haven't already, go look at Malik Hornsby's uh, stats. Go look at his highlights. Go look at everything. That kid is nuts. He threw 29 touchdowns and only two interceptions, running for another 11 in his senior season uh, at Fort uh, at Fort Bend Marshall. That dude is nuts. Funny enough, one of my uh, one of my managers uh, where I work at Discount Tire um, actually went to that high school uh, back in the day. So that was kind of cool. Um, now, obviously, what's next? The way too early. This is what this is the big ticket item that I had for this episode that I was really excited about for football. Um, I want to do a way too early uh, Arkansas season prediction. So. That is what we're going to do. And uh, again, I am so excited about this. I think it's going to be fun. I, I haven't looked at the schedule that much. Um, just because I, I want to I kind of go with, go at it with you guys. Um, oh, nonetheless, I'm, I'm incredibly excited. I'm pulling it up right now uh, so I can make sure I get it in order. I know who we all play, uh, but I do want to make sure I get it in, uh, in order. Really quick. All right. So Arkansas opens the season with Nevada. Um, uh, I do think Arkansas is going to win that game. Um, so I, mean, I just think it'll be it'll be a tough one for Sam Pittman in his first game. Uh, but with the amount of talent that he has, and I think that you know an actual good coach with a really good offensive coordinator, a, a really good defensive coordinator, I think Arkansas is going to be able to pull it off. Again, this season may not may not go as well as we'd like it to. We do have one of the toughest schedules in all of the NCAA, according uh, to the rankings. But um, it's going to be it's going to be difficult for Arkansas to actually you know. 
we're not going to make a bowl game, in my opinion. At least, at least, well, I don't know. We'll go through it. And we'll see. So Arkansas starts off one and one and zero against Nevada, and now this next game is one that I think is going to be pretty pivotal for Arkansas, and it's probably going to earn Arkansas a little bit more respect from teams, which is probably won't help us down the road. Um, they play Notre Dame week two. Arkansas um, goes to Notre Dame in a game where I think Notre Dame wins when Arkansas shows up um, after Notre Dame completely overlooks them. So this is a rivalry game, by the way, in essence. Like they are somewhat rivals. So I love that they're finally bringing this rivalry back, but I do think Arkansas drops a game here. Um, I can't wait to talk about that one. Uh, that Friday before the game, man, I miss the Friday Monday podcast, don't y'all? I really do. It's it's harder to make them now because of the way that everything comes out. Football makes it so easy. I love that sport. Anyways, um, <laughs> Arkansas then goes on to play Mississippi State. I think Arkansas beats Mississippi State. I just don't think they have a whole lot going for them. Um, I think that they're not built for the uh, air raid offense that uh, Mike Leach is going to bring to them. I don't think they're going to be ready. I think Arkansas is going to be. Uh, I think Arkansas beats wins that game. Starts off two and one. Uh, Arkansas will then go lose to Texas A and M. Texas A and M is just a, they. They always have talent, um, and Arkansas just isn't. I don't think they're ready to beat that team. So I think Arkansas falls to Texas A and M, uh, going two and two. Um, moving on again. I th- I do think the Texas A and M Arkansas game is going to be close though, as it always is. Um, then Charleston Southern, I think Arkansas obviously wins that game uh, unless it's just some kind of upset, but I don't feel like Sam Pittman's going to allow that to happen. I feel like Sam Pittman's finally a competent coach um, who is willing to listen to the coordinators and staff that he has around him instead of a stubborn guy who is um, going to do it his way or the highway, um, like some of the some of the guys that we've had prior, um, or just a bad coach on Chad Morris. Um, obviously, then Arkansas is going to beat Alabama, ninety to zero. I'm just kidding. Uh, Arkansas is going to lose to Alabama, uh, but I do think it'll probably be you'll, you'll, that's going to be the the real litmus test for Arkansas is how good have they become over this stretch. Um, obviously, Arkansas now at th- with three wins over Nevada, uh, Mississippi State, and then Charleston Southern. Um, so they're sitting three and two after Alabama. They'll be three and three, but um, I do think that it will be a uh, you, it's not going to be what it was last year where it, it just felt hopeless the entire time. So um, I went to that game last year, but I think you all knew that. Uh, nonetheless, um, LSU-Arkansas, Arkansas is going to lose that game. Uh, Tennessee-Arkansas, I'm going to that game this this coming season. That's the game I'm going to. I go to one Arkansas game a year, and this one just happens to be um, perfect because obviously my brother is an Arkansas fan. I told you already, my family is Arkansas fans. Or no, they're Tennessee fans. I'm an Arkansas fan, so it's perfect for us. We're going to go up there, and I really do. It's the day after my birthday, which is even better, right? Um, obviously, Arkansas does have a bye week going into Tennessee, so that's pretty huge. Um, uh, I do think Arkansas can win that game, and I think they will. Um, I think I'm going to say that. I'm going to leave it in the episode just so I can just so I can tee off my brother a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I think Arkansas beats Tennessee um, in a close game, but I because you're at home, and I do think Arkansas now 
having had some relatively good games and having some wins, I think the stadium isn't just at 40,000. I do think you're probably going to break 60,000 for that game because, again, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be loud as all get out. My family's going to hate me and I probably will not have a voice the next morning. Uh, Arkansas, so at this point, Arkansas is four. No, 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 yeah. Four and four, right? Hold on. Got to count it. <laughs> One, two, three, four wins. One, two, three, four losses. So four and four. Um, Arkansas going into uh, Auburn. I think Auburn will beat Arkansas, obviously, unless Chad Morris is running the offense, in which case Arkansas has a chance in that game. But I do think it'll be a pro. What the heck? What in the world happened? No, okay. My schedule messed up. Um, (laughs) My bad, guys. Um, I do think Arkansas loses to Auburn at Auburn, but uh, that is what it is. But I think it'll it'll probably be closer. Uh, It'll it will be a closer game this year, um, in my opinion. Arkansas then goes on to play Mississippi, uh, not Mississippi State, Ole Miss at home. That's a win. Arkansas winning five games now. Five, they're now five and five on the season. Arkansas then goes on to beat LA Monroe. That's a ball game. Wow. I'm about to predict Arkansas to go seven and five. What is wrong with me? Not screw it. Arkansas goes seven and five, beating uh beating Ole Miss going five and five, beating LA Monroe going six and five, and then beating Missouri because Eli Drinkowitz is boo-boo that dude cannot he is chad morris 2.0 i'm telling you uh maybe even dumber than chad morris to be honest with you i saw that dude celebrate a nutty amount over a three-star and therefore that shows me his expectations are just not high enough so i think arkansas goes seven and five in this season more realistically six and six i do think they they could lose to tennessee very easily but i do think arkansas apparently makes a bowl game this year didn't see that happening I, I didn't – ah, I surprised myself. I surprised myself sometimes. So, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll call it 6-6. Six and six. I'll give Tennessee the win. Just because it's, it's – 7-5 uh, and five is – I don't know, man. That's that's tough. Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's the episode. I Wow. Book it. We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it more, uh, obviously, after the spring game. Um, and then as uh, more developments come through, um, I, I am incredibly impressed with how um, – I think, mo- again, the, the big thing that I'm looking at is Arkansas already had talent. They added some talent via the transfer portal and recruiting. They have some depth on offensive line now. Thank goodness. But when your head coach is finally proven to be at least a good coach that knows what it takes to win. He's been in a winning program. Recently, not a few years ago, recently. Then you've got a guy, an offensive coordinator, who's proven that he can make the offense run. He can at least improve the offense, which we hope to see. He's got weapons, so I, I only can only imagine that he will. And then a defensive coordinator that's been really good uh, throughout his career. So I, I'm... I'm incredibly excited about how Arkansas is gonna gonna fare this season. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know that that's probably that's gonna happen. I think low end we probably only win three games. Uh, UL Monroe, Nevada, and uh, what was the other one? 
There's another gimme game in there. Uh, UL Monroe, uh, Nevada, and then Charleston Southern. That's low end. I do, actually no four. I think we at least went four because Missouri's not going to do anything next year, uh, unless Eli Drinkwitz is just all of a sudden the second coming of like uh, developing players, which I don't think he is because uh, that guy can't even figure out what conference he's in. But nonetheless, thank you guys for uh, listening to the Razorback Fan Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the longer format. I've enjoyed making it, that's for sure. I feel like I can finally like just talk instead of like sticking to the book and uh, really have a personality in this podcast. Um, <laughs> that's that's the main reason I want to do it because I remember like listening to some of my own podcasts and I was like, dang, this is like kind of boring. So I I, I really want to I really wanted to put my personality in these podcasts. So I think making them longer is definitely going to help doing that. And I obviously want to get a co-host on. Um, so I, I can't wait for. Whatever the future holds for this podcast, and I hope it conti- I hope I do get to continue to make it. Uh, but nonetheless, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I love you all, and uh, we'll pick six and six, baby.